Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Walkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Nikki P. Great to be here. Thank you. So I'm very excited to talk to you today. We, on our last episode, talked a lot about success, happiness, balance, but now maybe we should focus a little bit on the other side of the coin. There's a lot of people out there who are struggling, who are having difficulties, who are facing all these challenges. How does that actually relate to the habit factor to actually creating a successful life. How does that relate? Wow, that's heavy stuff. So what's crazy about that is, and maybe this is inspirational, it, when I reflect on that, the way you phrase that question, the habit factor wouldn't exist without all sorts of pain and failure. You know, I talked about how it kind of originated, but again, it was out of this, it wasn't even a stuck sense. It was kind of this, an emptiness sounds a little cliche, but really it was a, a challenging place and I wanted to achieve goals and I had so much challenge or failure around goal achievement. Um, even though I had this company that was doing well, I just felt like I couldn't get to the next level. So great question. And I love the topic. And I think, you know, the, we finished the last one saying that wisdom is equal measure experience plus reflection. So now I get to reflect on the experience. This is all a moving target. And so a key precept here is failure is not a person. It's an event. So there was this guy on, on Quora, which I was directed to this website. Are you familiar with that Quora, by the way? No, I'm not. Okay. So I just kind of jumped on based on another podcast I heard and, and it's kind of funny. So uh, zero followers at this point. So anybody listening who knows what core is, check out. I probably have one or two posts, but this guy was just going on and on about, and he think, I believe he was from India and one failure after another, after another. And he was, he was kind of in this hopeless place. And and that's the biggest danger. So the first thing I think, Nick, if we're talking about practical, quote unquote, advice or from experience is separating the, the failure event from the person. And then once you do that, it's much easier to kind of move forward and look to a bright, hopeful future. The challenge is staying stuck in, in this idea that it's not the event, it's me. And the biggest danger, I talked about this class in that I was teaching in the last podcast uh, around success. So we had to ask, if everybody's after success, the question is, what is the opposite of success? I'm guessing failure. And that's what pretty much everybody guesses. And the answer is, it cannot be, right? And I'm not trying to put you on the spot or make you feel bad, but it cannot be because mm -hmm. You look at any great success and failure is not the opposite. It's a prerequisite. Yeah. In other words, all it's been is, in a, you know, whether it's Edison or take your pick, mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody who has, quote unquote, succeeded has failed dozens of times. Mm -hmm. And so what we've realized is the opposite of success is not failure because, it, again, that's required. And I, I learned this from, from a gal in the class, the opposite 
is something called hopelessness. Because without hope, there's no energy, there's no desire to move forward. When you're hopeless, that's a dangerous, dangerous place. And so the key is to stay away from there by realizing that failure is nothing other than actually information guiding you, just like it has for every success there ever has been, right? Mm Mm-hmm to a better place toward success. Uh, Yeah, that definitely makes sense. For a listener maybe who is out there and is in that place where they naturally go to that viewing failure as an actual person, you know, viewing failure as something they are, how can they actually make that switch to simply viewing it as an event, as part of the process so that they actually avoid that hopelessness feeling? Well, so we just kind of touch on it. I think one of the things, and, and dude, this is a fun exercise. Google, you know, for instance, and I did this earlier in prep for the show, what were Richard Branson's great obstacles to success or something or great failures? And you can do that for every hero you have because these are things, what people do, what I've found from experience is reading autobiographical stories on, on people that you're, you're inspired by you realize they failed in pretty much everything dozens of times. So, so for instance, what I learned about Richard Branson was he was, and again, this was rather quick, but he was shy and dyslexic. I had no idea. We look at these people who have achieved ridiculous success and we just think, well, you know, by the grace of God or the sun shined on them, uh, and it's not shining on us. So I think that's the, it still follows that same theme, make the switch, but to get there, identify somebody you you really look up to and find out their failures or their hurdles, their obstacles. Yeah, I I think that's an awesome exercise and one I know I'm going to actually probably do here just so I have some fuel for when things do get tough or when I face those challenges, maybe create a little file of some of those things I find out so that I can look back at that when I'm in at a low point and having some difficulty and facing a potential failure. That's awesome. The other thing is setting, it sounds counterintuitive because you just got beat down, but but setting big goals that, that scare you, that are huge. I think I did that same search for Oprah and one of the things she did was she would set very large goals that kind of scared the hell out of her. So there's no time to kind of dawdle in, in self-pity. And it helps you realize as you, as you overcome your obstacles or encounter your obstacles and your failures, you realize that you're expecting them, right? Yeah. So you, you just have that mindset that, okay, bring it on next. You know, I'm just one step closer these things are going to come. And again, it's energy guiding you to a better spot. That's the key mindset that has helped me. This didn't work. Okay, got it. And so that develops, obviously, this is persistence, but there's a great deal of patience involved. What happens, Nick, so often is we underestimate, well, let me rephrase that. We overestimate what we think we can do in the short term. So people will be like, I'm going to make a million dollars in a year. And then they underestimate greatly what they can do in, you know, five or 10 years. Mm-hmm. So you're not probably making a million in one year, but you might make a hundred million in 10 or 20 years. Mm. And that, of course, is through consistency and the power of habit and that sort of thing. Yeah, taking those little actions every single day over and over again that just exponentially grow. That's right, the compound. Mm -hmm. 
They just absolutely compound. And that's why time is your greatest asset. And the sooner you can fail, and you know, I'm sure you've heard the, the term fail forward and fail faster and all those cliches, but they're, they're there for a reason. They, it all works. Time is your great asset as long as you're moving through those failures with the right mindset. And this is just something that I've kind of noticed almost, that it almost seems like nowadays entrepreneurs and business people are celebrating failures and almost trying to fail as quickly as possible. Yeah, and, and there's, there's a couple caveats there. One is to fail at blogging or a podcast is, is one thing. At the same time, to be quote-unquote successful, you also have to mitigate risk you got to make smart decisions. And so, you know, that brings us back to this idea of balance. And it's not to say you just run out willy-nilly and you, you try stuff and you do stuff and you hope to fail and that sort of thing. You, you definitely want to mitigate risk. You don't just want to put your life savings into a new restaurant because you know failure is good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so, again, balance in, in all things but there are countless millionaires and probably some billionaires who've gone bankrupt doing exactly that. So, and it's not, nobody's advising that. So take that for what it's worth, but we're talking about the mindset of how you overcome, how you break through, how you persist, and, and what failure really is which is probably the title of this one. Yeah, definitely. So do you have any other suggestions for people on how to actually overcome failure or challenges, those setbacks that they have in their life? Well, we talked about you got to keep moving. Mm -hmm. You got to keep trying stuff. And, and, And along those lines, and you've heard this before, but people will talk about modeling. And, and it's not that you just want to run out and try something why not identify you're never going to be able to walk in their shoes precisely like so you're a great podcast host and if i wanted to run out and do that business i could try to model what you're doing or somebody might but they can't do exactly what you're doing they're not you that's not your background but having said that modeling has a lot of great value so gathering the information the failure information and then and reassessing and maybe identifying what model is working and reverse engineering that. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. I guess just staying with that modeling aspect, who's an example of someone maybe that you've modeled or an example of how modeling has actually helped you or has it? Wow. Good question. So it's so funny. The timing is really interesting. As I figure out this this author gig and the podcast gig, I've had to research podcasts and authors that I like, and one of the reason I, reasons I ended up on Quora was because of James Altucher, I think is his name, if I'm spelling it correctly or saying it. In any event, I like his model, and that's why I ended up on Quora. So he, the guy's prolific. You yes. know, he, he writes a ton of stuff, and I'm not sure that part of the model is something I like, but I, I like that he gives away a lot of quote unquote good advice and he puts it on platforms that are free, whether it's SlideShare or Quora. So I've realized he spread a message and I haven't read the book and I'm just, I'm kind of getting up to speed. So this is over the last week or two and his book is Choose Yourself. Have not read it. 
sounds great. I've read a few of his posts. He's a bit, his own words, neurotic Jew. <laughs> so, and I, I can relate to that. And so <laughs> it's just too funny. So I have started a couple posts on Quora and I'm watching what he's doing with his podcast. And I think that's a model I'm investigating. How about that? Yeah, no, that's perfect. And I think that's a great example of how to actually go about and investigate a model to see if it is right for you, if that's one that you actually want to model. Because before you go out and just randomly model people, it's important that you know what they're doing is successful. Yeah, what they're doing, what what they stand for, what their message is. I'm, I'm trying to gather all that info. Somewhat different, no doubt. You know, the habit factor has a very different message, but in, you know, in a way, and it's funny because I think on his podcast, he's had guests like Tony Robbins and I'm trying to think, I don't know if it's been Tim Ferriss, but somewhere in one of his posts, he talked about how self-help is BS. So I thought that was funny because in many ways, that's what he's doing. And I'm sure he didn't say that to Tony Robbins. And, and really, there's a classic quote that's at the end of the day, all there is is self-help. I mean, people got to pull themselves up. And I've always preferred this idea of personal development versus self-help anyways. But yeah, interesting stuff. And the model of modeling is something to investigate for sure. Yeah, definitely. So Martin, as we kind of get ready to wrap up this episode of the podcast, do you have any specific other takeaways that you want to leave us with? Yep. I had a quote, which ties into what we're talking about here. And I love this one. So genius is eternal patience. And I was, I didn't even understand that. What's your take on that statement or quote? And, and by the way, do you have any idea who said it? I have no idea who said it. And <laughs> as, as soon as you uh, mentioned it, I was kind of like, huh, that's curious. Uh, so yeah. and then I think it's funny that you actually asked me about it. Genius is eternal patience. Isn't that great? Yeah. I guess for me... That is that you need to be almost willing to search out information. You know, you need to be patient enough to kind of let uh, that information, that wisdom kind of come to you almost. I like that. That's good. So when I tell you who said it, and by the way, I just really, we could probably do a whole show just on, not, and I don't mean an episode, I mean a show just on <laughs> quote discussion. Yeah, probably. So, so genius is eternal patience. Michelangelo. Oh. Now, what does it mean to you? Um, it's still kind of the same thing. Being willing to to wait for for things to reveal themselves. Wow, I love how you phrased that. That was a little different, and I think a little better, because when you think about what Michelangelo did, right? Mm -hmm. Incredible art, right? Yeah. And so, whether it was painting the Sistine Chapel or carving. David out of stone. So you said reveal themselves. Yeah. And I think that's where that specifically came from was thinking about sculptures. Well, and that's beautiful. So to me, this was incredibly inspirational. So we talked about looking up people's stories and reading posts and, and quotes for me are just huge and, and great sources of wisdom. So so I could just see Michelangelo walking out after he completed David, right? Mm -hmm. And people are like, you know, I, it's funny because obviously news cameras didn't exist and microphones. And I could just see news camera teams and all these people jamming mics in his face going, oh, my God, this is, this is genius. This is brilliant. 
And all he would reply as he walked past them was, genius is eternal patience. <laughs> because I haven't done the study, but I think one of them took seven years and the other took 13 years or something crazy. So, so what a great way to look at genius. What, what a great payoff is persistence and patience to be considered, quote unquote, a genius. Mm-hmm. So just a fantastic way to look at it. And I know I, I, I think it fits with the theme. We're talking about how to take failure and, and spin it and, and what a great way. So if you're struggling, be patient. Be careful not to beat yourself up and, and persist and just keep believing. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi- this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. You can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes, and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there. We'd also really encourage you, if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.